Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Happy New Day, Doug. Happy, happy Thursday. I hope everyone is feeling amazing, feeling energized, feeling some pale, uh, just feeling, man. How are you? Today is the last day of Black History Month, although it is 365 days a year. Today is also a leap year. And Apparently, today is a day where you can uh, manifest things because a leap day creates a vibrational impact on the dimension. Um, in a dimension of time, and it uses the energy of the day to bring awareness to something that you wish to leap forward with in your life. Um, This is going to help you access where you would like to create more of the areas that you want to create, your areas of improvement, and time and energy um, for something that you really want. So put your good intentions out there today. The universe is listening. The universe is working overtime today because we're leaping forward on this week day and this week year. Um, definitely a cold day in Atlanta. We have had um we have had a few things to we have had a few things to happen this week. It was seventy degrees and then now it's Back forty degrees, so everything is is happening. Everything is happening. Um, yeah. So with all the things that's happening, and this morning, y'all nephew wanted to dress up to go to the museum of Coca-Cola, and he was so sincere about him dressing. He was very, very. I want to wear this today. I'm going to feel good and look good. And he wanted me to go on the field trip, but I 
option out to be with you guys and run more errands um, just because there wasn't enough, this is another side of time today. But um wanted to talk about preparation this morning for our little ones with special needs or superpowers. Um, as you know, I've had some ups and downs and turnarounds when it comes to gauge and school and the services that school are supposed to provide for them. And uh, this year, I won't even put the name out there just yet, but I decided to take him to another charter school. He was in um, the KIPP system, KIPP ways, and um, he experienced a lot of emotional uh, distraughtness while in their care. He was bullied uh, by several students, and he is not, like, a retaliating person or is he upset and violent, but certain acts pushed him to, you know, the limit of retaliation and standing up for himself. And, you know, we've talked about before, children have their own checks and balances uh, when it comes to you know, doing things their way. So the principal, when I when I first looked at this particular school, the principal is the head of the special needs department. I let them know from my concerns. I voiced them loud and clear, and I awaited for an IEP meeting. The school year started in August. And uh, we were supposed to have a AP meeting no later than September 1st. And that IEP meeting kept getting pushed around and tossed around and tossed back until I came forth with my lawyer as to what's going on, why the services are taking so long, why we can't have this meeting and what's the issue. Parents know your rights, okay? Please know your rights. If you can't, um, there are advocates that are out here that will sit in IEP meetings with you. They will help you with the terminology and the jargon for you to understand. Um, yeah, so there are resources and plans that are implemented in place to uh, to assist you. So I petition that we get the ball rolling on this IEP so we can equip Gage with the things he needs for the school year. Explain to me why I just had the IEP uh, meeting two weeks ago. It was because uh, short staff, principal was out on maternity leave. Oh, we had this therapist quit. Oh, this teacher quit. Oh, then, I mean, when I tell you it was a clusterfuck of things that has gone on this year to where I want to take a poll and reach out to some of you guys um, because I feel like I'm doing my son a disservice if I allow him to go to middle school and he's not equipped with the tools that he needs mentally as well as the education to thrive in middle school. So I was looking at retaining him in the fifth grade. Now, before you guys go, oh, you can't do that, you shouldn't do that, 
honey, this no child left behind situation, baby, they're leaving the children behind, okay? Our children are suffering um, because of their lack of resources in schools, although when you're enrolling in these schools, they tell you, hey, we cover and cater to, excuse me, we cover and cater to X, Y, Z. Um, you know, we have ample amount of resources uh, for your child, for your child's specific needs, and um, we're going to, you know, whatever. Honey, no. Which is all a bunch of crap. I, it's literally a bunch of bullshit. It's all a bunch of crap. Absolutely. Gage has regressed and, so much that I'm, I'm paying bookoos of money for a tutor to keep him afloat. Um, but go ahead, chime in, because I got more. I just went through that with my daughter last year. Mm-hmm. Ariana couldn't read, couldn't write, mm-hmm. couldn't do two mm-hmm. plus two. And the school was mm. going to push her ahead into the fourth grade. She couldn't do first right. grade work. But let's keep pushing her ahead. Because there's no child left behind. Because well, they claim that it's more psychological damning to a child when the peers of their grade are the older that are younger than them and they're the older one. And they go, really? So we're telling our kids who can't do the schoolwork. Yeah. Is it damaging to them at all and fuck with their Mm self-esteem? And you wonder why we're in a mental health crisis with our kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder why our kids don't want to do anything. I switched schools yeah. and put my daughter and held her back. You did? Yeah. Okay. That's you know what? what? So I want to take a poll. Uh-huh. This is the year that she quit. She can read. She can write her own words now. She can start doing math. That hasn't clicked yet. But she overall is happier. You and switch schools? Yep. Got it. Yeah. That's where I was looking at. Because I wasn't, I don't, I was looking at down the road, you know, yeah, uh-huh. but she may be a little bit older than the other kids, but you know what? Her self-esteem is higher now than it was last year because she can do the stuff that on her homework assignments. She doesn't need yeah. mom and dad right there helping her through every step of the way, and it's not a fight anymore to do it. And Listen, it helps her. homework this year. You mean he doesn't have homework? He has not had a homework packet since Christmas. And his teacher that he had, she got moved to fourth grade, so now he got to shuffle around, which is why we came back to the IEP meeting, what is going to happen with Gage. So um, principal hat off. I had a conversation from mom to mom, and uh she was really saying, like, Gage, is, he's an exception. And they always say that, but I can't. Oh, you're an exception? I know he's smart, right? I know he has photographic memory. Yeah. But can he retain the information and regurgitate it back to you and really comprehend what he just read, what he just saw, what problem he just worked, and work it out? And those things is, is something that he struggles with. He struggles with comprehension. I've been saying it. And it's not so much comprehension. 
he struggles with the same thing Ariana does. It's the fact that Mm -hmm. it takes him longer to retain from short-term to long-term memory. I'll take it. Yep. I'll take it. So you can tell him two plus two equals four thousands and thousands of times, but he can't grasp it. It's the light switch effect where it takes so much input and so much memorization and keep going and keep going and keep processing it before it finally that switch clicks and turns on and he'll it just all of a sudden he'll sail through it. And we have been looking for a school to put him in and I'm really proud that his principals took some time to actually sit with Gage in classes because she was also a, a She's the special needs director, and she's head of the department, and she's also the principal. But more importantly, she has a child with superpowers, right? So she was able to spend some time, evaluate Gage, gather some information. She's like, Mom, I don't think retention is necessary. However, I think pulling him out of school right now and getting him over to another school would be better. Now, another question, family. He gets out of school in May. Is this enough time to reiterate, you know relearn it? Mm-hmm. I just did that with my son. I literally just transferred him out of his school into a new school. Please let me know how that's working out. And it was not so much the learning aspect of it. It was the like, what they expected out of him. So, like, he had to sit in front of a computer. He had to be fully dressed from head to toe in front for hours staring at a screen. And if he was having a bad day or a sensory day, didn't matter. He was on excuse absence. Even though if you were in a brick-and-mortar school and you weren't having a bad day, they'd send you home and it'd be an excuse absence. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that he is very forward in STEM, so I'm looking for something that's – I want a neurodivergent school. I know we talked about this before. Do you still have the same takes and beliefs on that? You know what? Look into Connections Mm -hmm. Academy. I just put my son back in that school. Mm -hmm. They have OT. They have all the services, and they also have the option for one-on-one help, but you learn on your own pace, your own way. So you have wide lessons you can go to. You can, you know, it's like a regular school. Yeah. But if you, but the IEPs are phenomenal. And the, the IEP is set up as a living document. And uh, the way it's designed uh, is so that. that. For those who don't know what's a living document, explain. A living document means it doesn't take an act of God to change it. You want to, you need to change and modify an IEP. You call this special needs counselor. They put it in and start the modification. Then you have a meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's something big, vital information, if it's something big, they'll do a meeting. If it's something minor, they don't even do a meeting. They just, whatever. The only thing is, and why parents don't like this school, is the fact it is a requirement for parents to sit down one day a month minimum, sometimes more. Like, I do it every week because of my son being special. 
with the teacher to mm-hmm. see what is working, what's not working, what do they need to adjust, what do you need, how to work together to see where they're at. Ding, 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 ding. Something that all, all teachers and parents should participate in because y'all know I'm an advocate PTO, PTA uh, member, okay? I'm taking every survey that comes. My voice is going to be heard, honey. I got I got a list of questions when I pull up. And I pull up with resources that I have printed out to pass out. Listen, you cannot allow, the, and this is for teachers, stop allowing students to occupy space in your classroom and you know damn well they need assistance. Or you know damn well you need to reach out to the parent for some support. A lot of times the parents are waiting on you to reach out. Now, parents, don't be that parent. Go ahead and be very active in your child's learning. Um, one thing about me, baby, y'all, gonna, I'm buying pizza on Friday. Y'all going to know who I am, okay? I'm teaching French on Thursday. I pop up. Uh, the, cool, day. the other cool part about Connections was, Mm-hmm. is their assignment. Walk you me through what that looks like. All right. So you have a, it's a program through Pearson that you can do, and you have portfolios, which are physical assignments you do to show your knowledge. So it's like projects. Now, the mm-hmm. way they're written, sometimes they're confusing, or in my case, it, my son doesn't understand. So, like, one of the portfolios mm-hmm. is tradition and culture of your family. He doesn't understand that. That is beyond his level. But we sat down and talked to the teacher about it. And so he can do a story about and explain birds leaving the nest as a growing up culture and tradition for birds. Kind of like when you graduate high school. Got it. They, mo- they can modify everything to adjust to what, as long as the base part of that assignment is being shown, they'll modify it. You know, they, um, the verbal parts, because he's still not fully there yet, he can write it out. You just need to talk to the teacher. I you know, I created a, a spreadsheet for the school to fill out. It's literally fill in the blanks. Like, this is what happened in live lesson today. This is what happened in speech. You know, how did he do? What's, what's working? What's not working? That's a shared document for all the teachers. <coughs> Our old school level up wouldn't do it. They said they didn't have time in the day to do it. <coughs> Connections love the idea, and they want to implement it with other, with other students. And they have physical locations. They do in some places, at, but okay, they also have okay. it all online. But the cool part, too, was the one thing I loved about Connections is they have clubs and activities. They have a gaming club for kids to do after school. Love it. They have a robotics club. Okay, so they're STEM. They're engaging in the children um, in something that they're already interested in. And listen, they the do few days trips. that we have had virtual learning, they, how do they do field trips? Oh, meetups. Okay. Yeah, you so need socialization pieces there. Yeah, there's lots of ways for kids to social. Now they have different, like, um, they just implemented it this year is recess. So 
you know, you do it like we do it virtually, but the kids literally play with the computer cameras going, dancing, doing other things, you know. So they can all sit, talk together and interact, go into breakout rooms, things like that. It's really cool. And if they're yeah, struggling in I, certain I areas, like reading and math, they have video mm-hmm. game supplements like Reen Eggs that they pay for to help them. These are learning tools that are in with. So is there a tuition or is it's it? It's all free. It's a public school. It's a public, it's, public virtual school. Public charter school. Public charter school. Okay. Copy, copy. But and, um, yeah, I mean, they have some brick and mortars. Um, they don't where I live. I know. That's what I, No, I know, depending on where you are. Um, that's what I was saying. The few remote learning, virtual learning days that Grace has experienced um, this year, well, this school year, he really did good on those. And he has expressed to me before that he wants to go to school online. Try it out. And they walk you. Yeah. They literally walk you through the steps to help you enroll. You you get people like when you call them, you talk to somebody, and they will walk you through what they need to for him to enroll. And like they'll start them out without needing a transcript. They'll get it from the other school, Mm -hmm. but they'll get you going right away. It took me a week, less than a week, to get him fully transferred. And his speech service has already started, and he's already in class. Okay. I'm open and receptive to a girl. (coughs) David's happier. He's actually doing classes willingly now. And the best part is, is like live lessons. They have the new program, so, like, um, your camera will be on, but it won't be through the whole school or the whole classroom. Only the teacher can see it. So, like, if you're having a bad day and you don't need to want your camera on, that's not a big deal. You don't have to turn your camera on. Oh, wow. See, most of them, have to, you have to have the camera on. Yeah. Nope. And you know our kids don't like clothes. Uh, it's in David's IEP that he needs to have shorts on. That is it. We actually have it modified for having background noise on his IEP for him. The TV, there's like the YouTube music's going or something's going as background noise. Um, the fidget, they even have it for him that he can have popcorn as he's eating or eat because it's part of his, you know, something that he does to keep himself busy. In his IEP. It's insane. What the so school is willing to accommodate. And, and exercise to be in that IEP as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he needs to get up and move. That that can be modified into his IEP. And like a lot yeah, of schools, they I don't have, it'll, they don't have like speech or OT in the IEP meetings. 
at Connections, they have everybody that works with that child in that meeting. They take everybody's two cents in. And each, like OT, speech, um, your teachers, your counselor will all talk to you beforehand to see what you want in your IEP and what it modif- what goals you have for him in speech, what goals you have for him in OT, and where you want to see that IEP go. And they blend what you want with what they want, and they put it in the, made in the middle. And then you sit down in, in the meeting, and this is, they're like, this is what, you want, what we want to do. And then you decide if you don't like it, then they have a new meeting to make more modifications. And those modifications, parents, when they tell you once the IEP is closed, we have to allow, like Mary said, if something ain't working, what you said, call that hotline and let's get it on. You call your teacher or your counselor right away and, or email them, and they will call you back and they'll modify it. And then after we'll see if it works or not, then they'll put it in the do an IEP meeting. I end up sometimes having, like, um, the only reason why we took David out of that school to begin with is during COVID, they got too big with too many kids. They didn't have the services to be able to help Ariana one-on-one. And now that, um, so I had to put her in a different school, and I wanted them both in the same school to make my life easier. And the school she's in works for her. She gets all this extra one-on-one help. But now Connections is They've lost enrollment because everyone's going back to brick and mortar. Not COVID's done, mm-hmm. and so um, it didn't work for David. So I put him back in that school. It had nothing to do with how services for David were working. And uh, we hit the ground running. Monday was his first day of the new school year, or first school for him. Really. We started with an I with with the um, a modified IEP before we even had before before we have an IEP meeting. What I'm experiencing now is I'm on the search for a. school and given type the information I just received from Mary from you um, it's okay to go ahead and pull and put back and put in a new situation yeah it's what I would do is I keep him in that school as you're transferring him into the new school because it'll be seamless not going to be seamless he's going to have to learn all over again but I think it's okay but it's designed so it's actually pretty seamless. It's just he'll go from brick and mortar to, to online. But a lot of the curriculum. Oh, you said same. the Connect School. Yeah. Um, right here in Decatur, we already have a 30 minute ride. Um, we already have a 30 minute ride to the campus. And so. I was like, you know, what's three more minutes to drive to a better school um, so he can have the things he needs? So I found this STEM school because Gage is very well 
loves uh, science and social studies, feminine, uh, STEM, not STEMing, he does STEM, STEM <laughs> um, right. type of environment, yeah. But um, also having him be able to let that energy go and stand up and STEM if need to because he's excited about the project and then having a Y'all, let me let me go back to the reason why I'm so giving you this. About three weeks ago, um, Dave's teacher called me because now at this point, one his teacher has left and now she's teaching an, uh, another grade. He has a substitute and the other teacher who is helping the substitute, which is a normal teacher, calls me to say, hey, Gage won't calm down and he's messing with another student. I said, what do you mean he's messing with another student? Give me an example. Oh, well, he's teasing him saying, eh. I said, oh, okay, so he's being a kid. It's like people, the other children do this to children. It's children being children. Right. And why are you calling me again? <laughs> she goes, and he's also clapping and flapping. I said, is the class rowdy because you know, this is not, not normal. She said, yes. I said, okay, that's his way of dealing with the rowdiness. I said, it's called stimming. Yeah, but Ms. Reynolds, I need him to stop it. He's interrupting the other students. I'd be Okay, did you not have so that <laughs> She's no longer there, okay? She can no longer sub there. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> and... It was like you never took the class on behavior, behavior lear- learning behavior, early childhood education. They do, uh, but the thing is, is that they take a lot of people believe that these actions, because a lot of these kids that are autistic go to ABA therapy, and they're taught how to sit, bury all their emotions in. Never project them out. Mm-hmm. And this is why so many of these mm-hmm. kids have these big outbursts. They don't learn how to regulate. And that is his way of regulating. It really and is. So- and now he's able to explain it. He expresses, this is what I do to get myself together. Guess what else he hit on with him, Mary? You should try it. it was I do. You should try it for me. Yeah, I do too. You know, I shake my hand. Yeah. Mhm. Everybody has their version of it. If it's tapping your toes, if it's you know, some guys, you know, a lot of people snap their fingers. Mhm. Some people eat. Um, Some people work out. Some people, yeah, yeah. So, um, nearing the end of the conversation with the principal. Um, we found a STEM forward school that um, has a really good special needs program, <coughs> occupational therapist, in house behavior therapist, in house speech therapist, in house. Um, Art and play therapy is kind of one and the same, but 
you have your electives where you can have your concentration of things that you are interested in. Um, I asked him, did you want to go look at the school? And he was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. And I was just like, oh, okay. He may be really grasping the idea that, because I also, again, I explained to him that, you know, I know school has been rough this year. Um, we may have to go through the fifth grade again, but maybe we'll do it at another school so you can learn differently. And he came to me like two days later and was like, Mom, I don't want to stay back in the fifth grade, but if I, if I do, can I go to a new school? Absolutely. And he has expressed that. So I'm looking to connect because he has expressed that he wanted to go online school. And sometimes our children really do know what's best for them. There are little people with brains and emotions to process, and they're figuring it out themselves. So give them some grace and listen to your children. You know what the nice thing is, um, like it's modified in David's IEP through Connections, is because he does a lot of his schoolwork at night as opposed to during the mm-hmm. school business hours. Mm-hmm. It's mo- That's all modified for him. Mm. And um, the thing is, too, is like if you miss so many days because of, you know, having a um, vacation or whatever, you can make those days up. Where a lot of schools you can't. So like we work through like our vacations to make up for days that they miss from doctors, doctors appointments and things like that. Mm-hmm. So he still gets credit for being in school. That's good. That's really good. That's a incentive to know that regardless of the time of day now. If he's doing work in the non-business hours, are there still people like online, a live chat or something that you can converse with should you need help? Sometimes, sometimes not. And you just, what you do is you just send a note to your teacher and they'll come back and help you afterwards. But um, you can sign up for um, peer tutors and tutors through the school too. So, like, if there's an area where you're really stuck, they have people to help you work on those assignments. Gotcha. It's given. So, I'm really leaning towards it. Um, we and also I'm, uh, was awarded. What you say? I was going to say, and my disclaimer is I do work with the school with when it comes to autism education, special needs education, and how to work with the for teachers to learn how to work with the kids. I actually teach at the school. Oh, nice. I need one time a day. And if that teacher isn't working, they will switch out teachers. Okay, well now that's that's something new because having the right type of teacher is um, 
is very crucial in the in that learning. You know, you only have like so much space for them to to give into learning and receptive before they shut down. And once, and I don't know if that space and close to gauging certain things can blossom into open it back up for him to be in a space where he likes school. But right now, he's just like, I don't want to go to school anymore. I just want to be a chef. And I let him know, like, hey, you don't have to go to school. He's like, no, I can cook now. I'm a chef now. Correct. However, you can get there faster and further in life if you go to school. So they say. Well, that he's got to learn his math to learn how to um, – you know, at adjust measurements and things like that. And there's a lot of things that I he told needs him, yet. I said, hey, you got to learn numbers. I said, you have to measure. He's like, I'm going to bake pastries and cookies. Oh, you got to, you have to know ingredients. You have to know measurements. And he's got to be able to transpose um, from measurements to weight. Because um, mm-hmm. real chefs don't use measuring cups. They actually use scales and weights. Because yeah. it's more accurate in cooking. I learned that one when I was a, got my cooking certifications in the Army. And that was the hardest part for me was to to adapt from recipes using cups to weights and measuring everything out to be precise, exact. Yeah, I can actually send you a copy of the kids' IEPs so you can see what they look like in the modification yeah, for them. Yeah, for sure. I'm interested. I am interested. And the other thing I like about the way they design their IEPs is they're worded. And, I, you know, I'm not one of them, you know, touchy-feely, you know, everyone gets, you know, everything be positive. But when, it, but when it comes to the way that they write the IEPs, they're written positive so that, you know, when the kids get older, they could see it and not look down upon it. Right. So they can understand. Because uh, Now, this morning, y'all, this morning, he said, Mom, everyone else stays in class. I have to leave and go to this class. I want to leave and go to this class. I want to stay in that. So watch it. I told you I had the IEP two weeks ago, and it's only been two weeks ago because they were out of school for one week. And I had the conversation with the principal right after that meeting and then yesterday. And he told me this morning, I don't want to have to leave out of my class. I want to stay. I said, well, it's for your own good because you'll get that extra support and help. Man, how long want to go. So I don't know if I'm creating uh, a problem now or or not. So well, that's the nice thing about, uh, and that's part of the reason why I think he wants to go to virtual school, is because he won't be picked mm-hmm. out like that. You know, the other kids yeah. in the classroom don't know that he's special. When when you're online, he's like a regular kid. He gets one-on-one help yeah. on the side that no one sees. Yeah. I see. 
And that might be why he wants to switch out and go to a virtual school. So that way he's not getting singled out. Yeah. And that was the big reason why I didn't put, or I, I did that with my kids and put them online. And so they wouldn't be singled out like that. Gotcha. Okay. There's a whole bunch of light bulbs going off over my head. <laughs> All right. Oh. And I'm trying to put my mind in a 10-year-old mind again and see what he's even experiencing having to um, go in and out or, you know, and somebody asking questions. Hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to specials or whatever they call it. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know. Now, he had a very good conversation last night as well. Behind it, because I made him know, like, Mommy knows you play a lot. And if you're, you're on YouTube for hours on end, watching the same thing over and over and over. Now, if you would just take the time. And push the door. There you go. Press and push. If you would take the time to just watch videos or reading, somebody reading a book to you, or your timetables, or your, um, are you labeling uh, a plant or animal cell? and learning where amoebas are and gojiaparitis are. You know, all the things they learn in fifth grade, if you just take the time to look at a video, half of the time that you're watching, uh, oh, my God, he, y'all know this little kid named Ryan on, on YouTube. Ryan used to open toys all day. That's all Ryan did. Yeah. It was a, Jay didn't see that Ryan had sponsors. Yeah. Jay didn't see that he had sponsors and people were sending him this shit for him to open. Or sending his parents at least. He wanted to be Ryan. I was always wrapping up a box full of toys. Excuse me. <clears throat> but now he watches things like um, Crafty Hats. Okay. And he watches Asian women eat large amounts of food. He watches makeup tutorials. He watches cooking videos or cooking demos and tutorials, cooking and baking. Um, His latest discovery Thank you, Dad. And I mean, I'm so sorry. Disrespectful way that I that I could ever say when it comes to my father. He was watching some Asian TikTok. They take spam. uh, They make rice and they put it together and roll it in the seaweed. So my dad went to Walmart one day and uh, he had picked up gays from school, and so they went to Walmart and. (laughs) 
he he said Gage kept saying he wanted this, and he said you knew about it. And now there's a name for it too. So yeah, I knew about it, but I did not know about it. Knowing is and reading is fundamental, and knowing is everything. But anyway, it it was a name for it, like kind of like sushi, but it was a name for it. And Gage said I knew about it. Whatever. Has his better judgment, he buys his spam. Gage, I am at work, and Gage makes his rice. Honey, he gets his, open his spam, honey. He forms it however he wants to form it. He takes his seaweed wraps. He puts his seaweed wraps out, honey. He lines it with rice, spam, rice, spam, rice, spam, and rolls it up and cuts it and makes sushi. Wonderful. Ish. I want to say he recorded the whole video. Ish. Now watch this. This was on a Friday night. No, this was on a Thursday night. This is on a Thursday night. Oh, yuck. No offense, but okay. I picked Gage up. Yeah, heavy on the yuck. Let me let me get through it, girl. Friday, Gage is like, I really don't feel good. I'm like, well, go to school. You know, you get out at 12 o'clock anyway. It's good. You're going to be all right. So he gets in the car. And uh, he goes to sleep. I don't think that. I'm like, maybe he's just fighting off a little bug or whatever. So I sent him home. So apparently he eats the rest of it that Friday night. Saturday morning, we go to breakfast. Honey, he is at the table about to vomit at the table. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he is like, I don't feel good. I said, he ordered pancakes and bacon. And when it when it dropped at the table, he immediately, like, he had to get him go to the bathroom. So he's in the bathroom for, like, 20 minutes. And I'm like, whoa. I'm going, and he's like, it's it's coming out of both ends. I bet it is. Completely sick. Y'all already know me and my daddy had it out, okay? Um, to the point, my dad is no longer to even fix anything for gay, and I mean anything. Gage FaceTimes me so I could either watch him prepare it or I prepare it before I leave. Because he thought it was okay to give my child spam. Now, y'all know, y'all know me, health and mental wellness motivator and enthusiast wellness advocate. I'm your transition agent from a standard American diet to a green leafy alkaline diet. I take you from sad to glad. That's that's my business. That is my superpower. That is what I have. I have a beautiful online store, juiceupbar.com. You can go and order juice. I ship it to all 50 states. I have wellness teas and CMOS and apparel. I have been practicing uh, a holistic lifestyle for 18 years. When I was pregnant with Gage at 29, I was fully plant-based. I worked out every day. I yogaed. I meditated. That's how I got into yoga and meditation. And I got into it because I, I had developed gestational diabetes. And I wanted to reverse that. Now, whether it has something to do with autism, I don't know. I've read something some point. But anyway, inducing labor, I think, has something to do 
but there are a number of variables that are playing it right here in this game. So I was induced. He came uh, a month early. Not, well, a month and a half, almost two months early. Because he's born April 6th. My due date was um, April 23rd. So three three weeks, a month early. Um, I said two months. I was pushing it. Uh, and I did not want to be induced. Um, I did all the things to not. I was headed to the beach. My blood pressure was going to lower. And then I would experience labor for three days. More distraught, probably less oxygen to the baby at this point. All the things. So the fact that I have tried so hard to keep him on this plant-based journey for his health and mental wellness, and I don't have the support of my family, it's very, it's lonely out here. And I feel like, um, I feel like this piece of it needs to be talked about more because your diet is everything. Food is indefinitely a drug. And if you don't use it wisely, then it will damage you on how I feel about the dieting operation. Get Grace Healthy is on the way. You can join the movement. Head on over to juiceupbar.com. It's there. And, um, yeah, that that's that. That was my skill on that, Mary. I had to let all that go. Thank y'all for, for being there for me so I can let that go. Shout out to my weird-ass daddy for getting gay spam. But guess what? He won't eat it no more. He don't want no parts of it, okay? And he had to learn through that. That was a tough weekend for him. He had to pass it both ways. So he has learned. He has lived and he has learned. Oh, spam. Yuck. No offense, <laughs> but people who like the stuff. Spam, spam. All right. I'm All born and raised in Minnesota. <laughs> huh? Spam was invented here. Really? Yeah. Think back on my you- life and think how... How God brought me over from Vienna sausages. Keep going. <laughs> There's a museum in where, where, with the factory of where spam is made. Wow, not a museum. Oh yeah, that's different. It's that's a delicacy, different. you know. Everybody loves spam, but I, yeah, no. Girl. In Japan, baby, they got flavors, okay? You know what we call spam at our house? No. Sliced, processed alien meat. Because you don't quite know what it is. You don't know what it is. And if you guys have been under a rock, then that's the only way you miss it, that they're turning human feces into edible food. We're living in the last days, y'all. <laughs> Learn how to grow something to eat. <laughs> yeah, spam is, is, is a delicacy. It's a big thing all over the world, just not. No. Girl, every time we say the word, my stomach turns, okay? It's like canned ham. 
canned ham, cottage meat, banana sausages, hot dogs. Ooh, this one. If you really country, you've heard of hog head cheese. And it is exactly what it is, y'all. They call it hog head cheese, and it's the rest of the hog after you've gotten the chops and the steaks and the bacon and the hemp and the ribs. Everything that's left over from the snout to the hooves is ground up, ground up, seasoned, pressed in a mold and packaged. Hot with vinegar. Cheese. With vinegar. Because you got to preserve it. It's a German thing. My family used to love that. Really? It's called black, head cheese. Black people who didn't know better love the shit, too. Hey, it doesn't say I eat it, but my grandma grew up eating it. Um, I'm not going to lie and say I've never had it. Probably young, four to six-year-old me because I ain't know no better. <laughs> but I can remember saying I don't eat that as early as, like, eight and nine. I don't eat that. I don't want that. Yeah, no. It's a no for me. Yeah. Uh, nope. It's, yeah, it's head, called um, I head gave up hot dogs at a young age. You better know what hog head cheese is. That blessed me. I thought that was something straight out of Montreal, Georgia, baby. I had no idea. I uh, know. It's a German thing. Mm. Yeah, I told you. I grew up old school. Very much so, honey. We got the same upbringing, honey. You grew up on a damn cottage farm, too. Yeah, first. Yeah. So, speaking of yes, which, our town has now, they've lifted the ban on exotic animals. And basically, the way our town looks at exotic animals, it's everything but cats and dogs. And so, mm-hmm. um, David's been researching how to build a chicken coop. So this summer, we're getting chickens. Love it. Y'all better have some chickens. It's a no for me, honey. I grew up with chickens and roosters, honey. It's a no for me. Oh, um, yeah, me too. Mm-mm. But I got outnumbered in my mm-hmm. house. Oh, yeah, that's but, cool. Um, it's, it's a no for me. thing is, is that A, they're taking care of it themselves, and B, get fresh eggs. We got fresh eggs. You do got fresh eggs. I'm with you when you're right. Minnesota too cold for me though, girl. Okay, I was like, oh, we started homestead. It's too cold for me there, girl. Okay, I wouldn't make it. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't. So we drop me off at island somewhere. <laughs> Almost out of time for today. Yes. Thank each and every one of you for taking the time out to just be great with us today. Thank you, Mary, and uh all the judges for listening to my rant about this spam, honey. I'm still I'm still side eyeing my daddy. But he means well and I love him. Y'all know I'm a daddy's girl. Shout out to George Reynolds. We love you, G Man. 
to be the best G-man we got. Thank <sighs> you, Mary. Thank Bob. Thank everyone over at the Hope Collection. Big up and thank you and praises and gratitude to optimize my life. You guys have really taught me how to optimize my life. Super grateful. Shout out to my son, Gage. Thank you for being amazing and making me a mother. Shout out to my niece and nephew, okay? Ariana, girl, I love you. Your Auntie Gigi loves you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so, so proud of you. And to my nephew, you already know. I love you. Keep going. You guys go off and have the best day ever. Give a dollar away, maybe even two step back, watch it grow, and see just what God will do. So have a good day. Have a good night. See you back here next Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Stay tuned for news.